When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Football List of the Arsenal. I am Roy Hilton. Josh, Psychic Josh is here. Welcome. Thank you. Um, we're joined by Ricky Lawrence, who's Hello. been here a few times. Yes. Um, you're a bit late, Ricky, but we yep. let you off. Thank you. Thank um, you. Always blames the Northern Line, Ricky. It's never your own fault. <laughs> no. Well, Northern Line is, isn't a good line, let's face it. Do you, you think? It needs a major upgrade. What's your favourite line? Um, favourite line, Jubilee. Jubilee is like, it's like lush. It's yeah. like luxurious. I like the Victoria line. It just always seems to work and it's quick. Okay. Alan's this is an interesting line. Uh, Piccadilly line because it goes to us. Oh, 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 nice one. Very good. Clever. Uh, that's the voice of Alan Algus here. Welcome, Alan. Cheers, boy. Um, a man of some expertise, not only on As- Arsenal's um, A team, but also on our other teams as well, which I always like to mention. Mm. For example, you, you said in our, in our Nigerian section. Like, when we refer to the Nigerian section, do you think people know what we're talking about? Maybe you should no. give it some context. We do, this, we do a kind of special Nigerian thing for our Nigerian listeners, which obviously listeners to the normal podcast don't hear, but. We do it. We record it before we start this main, the main body of the podcast. Yes. And Anne was talking about how you you did big up one of our players of the season in your tweets. So if we go back in your tweets, we look for Hector Bellerin. You will be bigging him up when he was like, I no will, one had heard of I him. I will be bigging him up live from Underhill at a game where we're go. probably playing Reading under twenty ones or Reading that's, reserves. Or that's something the like level that. of expertise. Yeah, that's what we want. <laughs> I had something similar this week because oh, yeah. I'd gone to see Aston Villa early in the season play against Leighton Orient, who are my second team in a way. Yeah, and they played each other in the in the Carling Cup or the League Cup, as it was in the second round, and, and Orient actually won at Aston Villa, which is funny to think that in the other cup competition, Villa mm. have obviously gone all the way. And they played quite a second string Villa, but they played Grealish, who was one of his first games, Aston Villa. Oh. And then today, someone came back to me who I'd been in a conversation, an Aston Villa fan after the game, and pointed out that I'd highlighted Grealish as, a, oh. as the best player on the pitch in did an otherwise see, poor Aston Villa team. Did you see what Jack Grealish's 
back of the papers today. What's he done, Greeley? He's, he's the latest in the hippie oh, crack. Oh, in the, in the balloon. Crack, I think, yeah, that's what it's called, isn't it? No, really? Yeah. yeah. He's been sniffing the balloon. Raheem. No, he's on the balloon the with balloon. Sterling. And I meant, uh, what have you done? Smoke yeah, Berahim. Smoke it, take it. Inhale it. Is that what you do? Yeah, hijack. I've never done it. Oh, dear. Oh, very good. Amazing. Um, that's well, well. Maybe we'll get to uh, our opponents in the cup sure. final later. We'll talk about the semi final. Obviously, that's going to be the main body of this podcast. No way, yeah. uh, a full analysis and discussion of the day. You two sat together. So Al, you, uh, Josh and Alan sat together. We sat right? together. Yeah, we did. Well, we've got yeah. to tell you what Alan's major problem was. We, I think we should get uh, that out of the way first get, and foremost. Really? Oh, I want to go through the rest of the menu first. Okay. Let's, that's a good taster. Alan's got, Alan had a big Alan problem. Had a major issue okay. with the semi final. Ricky, were you there? He almost left. Where I were you there. sitting? I was behind the goal when none of the action happened, but in the upper tier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was right next to the media seats. Very good seats. I had, I had. But not in a corporate seat. Not a corporate, no. Non-corporate. As good as you can get without actually being fully corporate. In fact, they were so non-corporate, I had a bunch of idiot <laughs> people sat next to us. Uh, we'll, so we'll talk about that. We'll, t- we'll look forward to the huge Chelsea match on uh, Sunday, is it? Yeah, yep. Sunday, four o'clock. We'll look at our remaining games, kind of like we did last week, except, except again. Uh, oh, Fabregas, what's going on with him? when we welcome him back to the Emirates on Sunday. Vieira, future manager, question mark, it says here on the menu. Champions League seedings. Champions League seedings. Oh, yeah, I don't really understand that. A story, yeah. And uh, oh, player of the year, that would be good. One item is missing from the menu. Sure. It's, it's always just suggestions. I, I welcome... Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I got the result correct in predictions last week of the semi I, I highlighted this on the Twitter account, well, to be fair. Well, that's all very well, but it should be a not full... It should be the big... Men- I mean, <laughs> you got it like, absolutely spot on. We could spend the next half an hour talking about how accurate my prediction was, as far as I'm concerned. I think across the season, you would win. I'll give you that. Well, that's no doubt. But not only <laughs> did I predict that we did the result, yeah. I also predicted we won all for quite a long time. Yeah. I think I predicted the whole way the thing played out. I, I don't want to listen to it again in full to check. <laughs> but basically, and I also, because we went to the pub, we had a pub lunch first. Your gastro pub? Gastro pub. Was it good? It was very nice with Dermot and Dan and various other people. Were these idiots sitting next to you you spoke of earlier? No, no, no. This was the <laughs> nice people. people. We were oh, the okay. nice, there were other. Oh, okay. we, we, we went with some Reading people as well, because one of Dermot's best mates is a big Reading fan. Oh. He had a, so it was an interesting. But did he sit with you? No. No, they sat in there. Okay. Um, anyway, I gave them my full na- uh, prediction. They were astonished how accurate it was afterwards. Let me just so this is just more prediction. No, fair myself enough. up. Fair enough. Things you uh, deserve it. We won't spend the whole podcast talking about it. Well, I think we should talk about what. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Alan. So what so Alan had a major issue. It was how loud the speakers were in oh, the stadium. Interesting. Because we were both sat very near one of these speakers, yeah. and then a few other people have mentioned this to me since. We were like deafened at half time before the game. Yeah. I mean, Alan, you can take it up from here. No, you, you couldn't hear yourself think. And I, I, I had my son with me, and. Um, That's he, not me. I mean, That's someone's separate, yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> he for he was to the left yeah. of me, Josh to the right. And uh, it, it, it was so loud at one point, he was actually in tears. And he, oh my it God. doesn't really get like that because it was just deafeningly loud but the one thing that i mean i actually went at half time and went into the, the to the inf- information lady and she just stared at me blankly just right. saying that i could fill in a form which i didn't <laughs> want to do i just said look the speakers are really loud yeah. there might be a fault with them or something like that but i think one of my main gripes on the day and since then i've, I've noticed plenty of other people saying this about both semi-finals and past games at wembley the the announcer that they actually employ for the for the fa games and the wembley games mm. To put it bluntly, is an absolute idiot, <laughs> and the kind of things that he does just beg a belief. Yeah, including what I thought was the weirdest and possibly funniest thing of the weekend when he built up to saying, 
And your fourth official is Andre Mariner, as if it was the most important thing that anyone had ever said. <laughs> over I remember that. Yeah. He growled every single yeah. name, every single substitution, and took to one of the weirdest things I've ever heard uh, <laughs> before a game by a Tannoy announcer was actually mentioning stats and whether or not Reading could... I mean, I love stats, you know, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. But he was actually mentioning when there'd last been a hat-trick in the final and whether or not Reading would be able to shock us and there hasn't <laughs> been a shock. He was actually commentating as if he was on TV. And I was just thinking, <laughs> shut up, it's noisy enough. Do we know the show? I've looked into who oh, this could oh, be. No, no, Are we no, going to no, name and shame no, this? No, the, no? the, 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 the no. funniest thing about this is... The funniest thing about this is... I know exactly who it is. Oh, OK. Because is, I, is it this guy? Well, no, it's not him. No. Josh is holding up, holding no. up the Twitter it's feed. This guy on his Twitter bio, I won't name it, says, uh, Match Day MC at Watford FC's in 1997 and at Wembley Stadium since it reopened in 2007. Ooh. So Ooh. I thought it might be him. Okay, well, no, the, the guy that this was doing it for the game, the semi-final, okay. is the same guy we've had for our conference final when I used to work for the conference seven yeah. years running. Uh, okay. So I, I did find out that when I got home, I actually had his phone number in my phone and could easily have just texted him to shut up during the game and what not moaned all done. the way through. We should have arranged a live phone call now <laughs> yeah. just to ring him up and yeah. uh, put him on some pressure. Uh, I but, have to agree that... That he was a joker um, I did think that he also on top of all the things you mentioned which I think were absolutely true he got the, I think he got some of the pronunciations wrong as well I'm sure he's called he said Pogromniak yeah, for Pogromniak yeah, yeah it's Pogromniak yeah. yeah that was terrible yeah Pogromniak I mean you've only got like 22 names to name where, and maybe some substitutes yeah, so. you, should, you should do some research about what they're, what they're called I think and he had some strange pronunciations of our players as well yeah he was a doofus yeah, and definitely I'm glad someone else noticed <laughs> it because the first thing I said after the game I said to my Spurs supporting friend and he made the point that I think at five Finals, they have the club announcers. So we'll have the guy yes. who's been here before. Has yeah, been, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Burrell. I, well, it's yeah. not, say, Nigel Mitchell does Mitchell. the pitch, but it won't, he oh, doesn't do it up yeah. in there. So okay. it'll be two of us. Yeah, no, I couldn't believe how annoying he was. Yeah. Well, the agree. good news is he's got another chance to get it right in well, six weeks' not. time at the hopefully, final. Hopefully we'll have our... What do you think? I think what? I'm sure for the final... They can't just ditch him for his big moment. I think he does a semi-final. Maybe they're like there to help, but they can't just ditch him an entirety. I've got a feeling, Ricky, they just come and help because Paul Burrell was there on uh, Saturday okay. and he did do a 20 well, minute segment team or anything he did a 20 minute segment he called out our team first gotcha. and then it went off to the, to the main guy and he did it twice um, loudly and incorrectly loudly. as Boyd says but luckily I, 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 I thought maybe am I being a bit old with this music thing maybe I'm a bit, bit <laughs> oh, grumpy the music was terrible a bit grumpy well. yeah. with, the, with, yeah. with everything was it very really loud for you Boyd in the yeah, well, I, mem- I do remember walking in when we got to the stadium in yeah. good time which is rare for us by the way about, I wouldn't know, 20 minutes, half an hour before the game. So yeah. We were met with a, a, an enormously loud... It was like a disco. It was like walking to an effing disco in Ibiza or something. <laughs> well, there you go. Some hugely loud dance music, like, booming out into yeah. the quite kind of... It's, it's quite intense, that bit, when you walk into the... Way. It's quite, there's a lot of low ceiling, yeah. you know, in the bit where you're getting your beer and everything. It, I did not think but that. Ru- what the hell is why, he playing Why at? did he play Ruby by the Kaiser Chiefs right up until... <laughs> right up until the first ball was touched in the <laughs> second half of extra time? I think, yeah. And it doesn't allow... No, the fans to sing no, it doesn't allow an atmosphere no. to be created and, I want, yeah. I want, and I mean, luckily I think, everyone else said the same especially loads of Liverpool fans although they'd yeah. have come out less you know not yeah. as happy as we the, were I, don't, I got in, to the stadium quite late because I had a bit of a rush from an event up north but I got there oh, yeah, but then I got to the ground about 15 minutes before there was a huge queue to get in yeah, yeah. like massive like, it, like as in, I missed the first couple of minutes of the game the year before the semi-final the tickets in. didn't actually work 
for a number of people. Well, you shouldn't oh, buy God. them for a tell, should you? That's your first mistake. <laughs> and now, a I'm, number of people did complain that at least one we, of the turnstiles didn't work. We will, we will talk about the, the match eventually. Well, but I'm loving eventually. this. I, I don't care what the listeners think. I'm loving this. But the yeah. other thing I want to We still need to discuss what you had for lunch. You just told us you had Oh, right, right, very nice. We had burgers, mate. It was very, I had a good oh. veggie burger, yeah. It was a okay. uh, kind of mushroom and, um, what's that? Feta Horse, cheese kind feta of cheese, burger. It was good. What was your pre-match, Ricky? What were you doing? What did I do pre-match? I went to... oh. Can I say, can I name yeah. uh, Lantica in Hampstead? It's my chance to big up the best pizza. No, oh. you should definitely Lantica in Hampstead, right oh, next Atlantica. to the station. No, just Lantica. Lantica. L, sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, nice. Italian. And that was your pre-match. Yeah. No, apparently, apparently, Mertesacker is a big fan. No, oh. I've never oh. seen him in there. I do go there quite often. If you go there pre-match, in- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, he was spotted in the burger place by the Everyman as well the other week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why he's not on form. He's busy with burgers and pizza. Running around Hampstead. Yeah, um, nice. I was sat next to the, the media bit where yeah. I was invited, which I snubbed, remember the thing. Yes. But my mate went to... Man the, of the people. My mate, who's a big, exactly, who's a big <laughs> Liverpool fan, went the next day to, that, to his match and he was invited as well, but on the same kind of um, and jolly. And he did go. And he did go. And he had, had, apart from the fact that they lost, he had the greatest day of his life. He could not go. He was so, he was so incredible. We lost so not only, not only did they... Um, they sat in those media seats where you have the little video thing with you and you can watch, like, play yeah. all that. It was incredible. They got to. They stood there while the teams arrived, and, and he was saying how incredible it was to watch them, like the different players. And he said, by far the nicest Liverpool player was that idiot with the, you know, what's his name, who we didn't sign, Balotelli. Balotelli. He said yeah. by far he was like by far the kind of friendliest, mm. funniest guy. That was interesting. Wow. And just he, the whole day was like you had you had absolute access to standing there watching the players. Well, so well, I did miss. What, I mean, obviously we'll get on to the final. Yeah, we'll get on to the Villa, game. But like. Are you already thinking, are you tempted now for the final if you get well, re-invited? Well, I, oh, I, I, I can't imagine they're inviting me again because I, not, cause I, I initially I accepted then I changed my mind. <laughs> so That's like the worst, I think I'm isn't totally, it? Yeah. You're better just think, making an excuse I think they think I'm some kind of moron for not accepting. The other thing I wanted to say about the crowd before we get on to the actual game is the 5.20 kickoff. Oh. What it means is the drinking level yeah. was astonishing. I mean, I, I'm, I think, I'm party excluded, there was like five of us. Pretty much everyone in the area where we were, and bearing in mind it must have been the most expensive seats because we were right next to, sure. right in the middle, kind yeah. of, in the Arsenal bit, next to the media seats, everyone was pissed out of their heads. Well, well Alex Brooker spoke about this, didn't he? Who did? Alex Brooker. Oh, yeah, Alex, yeah, yeah, So yeah, I, messaged, yeah. I messaged Alex, yeah. I was like, there's probably some like, equilibrium going on at the moment because I've just driven all the way down the M6, like, yeah. bombed it for three hours, yeah. didn't, ha- didn't have time for a single drink before I sat in my seat, and he takes me going, you know, that he fell asleep again. Did he? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, can you? Shocking. It's the kickoff time. Absolutely, it's too shocks. late. Five twenty. But we had idiots behind us, Josh. That oh, we had two getting in a fight. Yeah, it was. T- so, it was proper handbags. Was it was about it what? How did it start? Well, also, uh, not, not getting well, behind the team. I think it's, it's funny. Really, oh, yeah, well, there's loads yeah. of that in our area. Yeah, mm. a bloke stood up. A bloke before you tell yourself. A bloke. A bloke who was wearing what can only be described as a silk, a yellow silk Arsenal scarf. Round his neck, kind of cravat style. Yeah, he looked like. Imagine we called. I called him Rick Jagger because it was like he modelled himself <laughs> on Mick Jagger, and he looked like an idiot. Probably, if he's listening, he'd probably send me a death threat. But he was, still, he was going, "Why are you real Arsenal fans? Why are you, we're all we were, you know, we were seeing as much as you want to. If you pay whatever sixty-five, eighty quid, or whatever we pay, we can do what the f we want. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So they, they, that was the, what was happening in your area. Fighting. No, we, we we had a guy that was being critical of the team, and then to, and it wasn't me. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, I do come across like that. But if I'm at a game, I, yeah. Obviously, support the team yeah. uh, while they're playing, but um, he just turned around to a guy and said, "You've been moaning all match." And then he picked out individual players that he was moaning about, and 
it became his mate, like, his mate tried to chip in to actually quieten it down, and he said, "You can shut up as well." And it's sort of, it became like, like you, Josh, shut up. Josh, no, you shut up. Oh, Josh, Josh asked me to protect his face. You know, I did. I said, yeah. if, it, I said if it kicks off, if we yeah. get involved, yeah, I'm God. relying on you. His face is his fortune. <laughs> yeah, um, very nicely tanned my face, and I, after a lovely another week, very in pale, London, very pale. <laughs> um, but the, 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 we were talking about afterwards. There definitely is this thing that, like the semi, that that's the semi final at Wembley when you have like way over thirty thousand tickets. And that kickoff, there's something about it that does attract the certain type of player you don't fan rather. We don't normally see. I mean, obviously not in my posh, in my posh section of, uh, of Arsenal. Level, but no. actually, club. I'm, I, I do say this a lot, but club level is full of very normal people just happen to spend all their money on going to Arsenal. Yeah. But it was definitely a different crowd, wasn't it? Of like drunk it felt, it. it felt edgier. I, felt, I do yeah, agree. Edgier, yeah. And Ricky, and yet this must just be the people who are normally in the. Did you have a lovely, a lovely time with lovely? Uh, uh, they had a very, very grumpy man who was by himself, who came late. It was one of those classics that came late, left early to this, before the second half started, came late to the second half and left early as well. When I say left late uh, early, he left early of the extra time, didn't leave before the ninety minutes. Oh, right, but okay. yeah, and just grumbled to himself, turned yeah. around, tried to speak to me, and he, he wasn't you really my kind of fella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he, he seemed, him. seemed a bit nuts. For, too nuts. Yeah, the me. nutty people. That's what I mean. There were kind of nutty people there. But they by must himself. be there at normal games. Do you think they just sort of like because of uh, sixty thousand rather think, than thirty? Yeah, 000, I think that tra- draws in the kind of people who probably can't but in go. Theory, this, I mean, if you think about it, yeah. There was only about, I think, 1,500 tickets that went down to silver members. Mm. So you pretty much got only season ticket holders there in your crowd. Yeah. So that is your core. So maybe that is our it just core. Doesn't, oh, maybe. It just doesn't feel like your regulars. It feels like a special group, a special group. Well, of, like they're uh, bust in for the day. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I I don't wasn't, think it's I wasn't happy. But I mentioned this about the Emirates on the, the last time I was here, saying that people come in you know, late, they... They're sitting there on iPads with kids. They're, they're bringing in sandwiches. The woman knitting once. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's uh, Two different. people asleep. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's, we've, that's we've just got a that's very weird fan base since the move from... Oh, Harry. no, those, I agree with that. Those people are insufferable, the film, the film on the iPads. This was a most different, like, more aggressive, weird, yeah, actually, mad I had a, I had a dad. I had a dad who would have born his lap who just didn't stop swearing. And and his and his son couldn't have been more older than seven. He yeah, was sitting on his lap and he just kept yeah, swearing. Yeah. Was, that's wrong. Yeah, there was a weird homophobic thing going on with our. Yeah. There was a <laughs> just going on and on about the gay gooners. That was weird. Like there was no evidence of any gay gooners in the vicinity. <laughs> what were they? Like saying? how would you know? <laughs> they were just going on. They were obsessed with it. Just going on about it. At one point, just for half time, they were like two like miming bumming each other. It was just distressing the whole thing. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. How, the actual how, how game. How many minutes are we into the pod? Well, it's uh, 15, 16, 16 minutes. That's one of the best efforts good. ever of not talking good about anything properly. <laughs> what do you want to say about the actual game, Josh? Well, I, I think maybe more got made out of the fact that we, we struggled to, to break down Reading and to, to win it as comfortably as we all thought. And hands up, I was guilty last week of saying I thought we'd win by, you know, I think 3-0 I predicted. But there was only really one moment where I was like, oh crap, which is where I think when they had about five minutes left in the game and Pogremniak went through and just completely bottled it. Like, completely yeah, bottled. Yeah. So it was only really one moment where, like, we might be in danger here. And even then would have had, like, probably, you know, eight, nine minutes to, to, to try and get the goal back if we, if we had. I think ultimately we were the better team. We didn't play very well, but we were the better team. I think Wenger was pretty gracious in, in victory by saying the Reading were better than he thought they were. They were more mm. committed in the challenge. They were harder. They wanted it. They, they fought like a team that probably have one chance in their lives to, to get to an FA Cup final. And I think in the end, we, we, we weren't great, but we, we did enough. I think if Ramsey scores the chance, which actually at the time I didn't think was such a bad miss, but then you watched it back on TV, it was, I mean, he should have obviously just scored, killed the game. Then if you, you win it in, you know, a bit more comfortably and people forget about it. I think Alan made the point to me on Saturday that we haven't won a game there in 90 minutes, which is a weird quirk of Man, the stats. Man City? Like, 
Okay, okay, well. yeah, okay. No, but like the, the whole final obviously took yeah. to extra time. Wigan took to extra time. Birmingham obviously went against Painley and also against all against weaker opposition. Yeah. Weaker opposition. If you t- I thought we were rubbish, yeah. I have to say. Well, well I, I thought we were just okay. I thought we were six like, out of ten all over the pitch. If you, if you mm. take out, if you well, take bad. out. That's pretty bad, isn't it? I mean, I for it's bad for the I just expected. felt it felt like Reading were operating at the height of their powers, and we were mm. absolutely not operating. No one made yeah, the agree. except for, and yet we still came through it. But lucky they we were, we were lucky. That goal, think, that goal. Yeah, well, I on. felt we were the stronger team. Their goalkeeper literally threw the ball into his own <laughs> net. Our goalkeeper think, didn't do too great. I think we oh, came no. through it. I think we came through it because we played against a really, really poor team. Someone on the train, just the strangers. As, a, as a football games they do they just talk to you um, said oh we have to make sure we don't underestimate Reading but Reading are rubbish uh, with, with all due respect I mean uh, someone said oh you know Steve Clark got them playing well they, they haven't won a game since uh, they beat Bradford in the, in the quarterfinal they lost to Birmingham 1-0 last night at home I, their season's over I know yeah. but um, you know they're not, they're not like Wigan last year were in the playoffs I think they finished fourth or somewhere around there whereas Reading are close to the bottom of the, of the league I think we went in there assuming that we'd win yes and, they, and like, like you said Boy, they played to the absolute height of their powers, mm. and we did just about enough. And that includes the goalie, like I said, throwing the ball in the back of the net. I think we may well have scored after that had had we not have done because I think we did have enough on the day. But it's just yeah, it would have been nice to have actually turned them over more convincingly. There's a couple of points here. I just want to, when you're talking about the goalkeeper because I read this stat today, which I put on the sheet in front of us. They said according to Opta, Ospina is the only regular Premier League goalkeeper not to make a single error leading to a shot this season. And Chesney made six in 17 appearances. And there's only one goalkeeper worse than that, which is your mate Rob Crean, <laughs> who's made seven. That's so that's not, that's not an error oh, leading to a goal. It's an error leading to a It's an error leading to a shot, never mind a goal. That's, so that's incredible. Quite impressive. That's a good stat. I mean, I have to say, Alan, I mean, I'll be happy if Chesney never darkens our goalkeeper, goal, goal wow. net again. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, I, mean, I don't want to sound too although, dramatic, but... I'm it fed was up a with slight deflection on Saturday that I didn't notice yeah. oh. about the first six or seven times <laughs> I saw it. I just want to give him a very okay. slight excuse, but he should have done far, far better. And those stats, I know some, sometimes people say stats don't lie and things like that, but that's actually one individual stat that he's solely responsible for <laughs> because you, you can't say, well, it's bounced off of someone. Yeah, yeah. He has directly... Um, given I don't six, know how they decide what an error it is. But I assume they have some sort of. Well, it's at least. I'm assuming it's the same silly, system for everyone. Silly way of throwing out the ball. I mean, he did it. Or poor kicks. Yeah, he, he actually did it. Um, I think with about 15 minutes yes, to go. He did. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean that nearly led to someone being um, a two-on-one situation. What do you think here. he'll do for the final? Oh, he's he's got got play. No, he's got to play. No, he got to play. I think when it comes, think about it. Played Fabianski last year. Yeah. Fucking yeah. And if he does, honestly, I'll be so furious. You've got to play your best. And I'm I'm sorry, but Chesney is clearly, and without any doubt, not our best option in goal. And not only that, he's an an annoying type as well. Someone told me, one of the many conversations I had with people who kind of had a slight inside, you know, thing about what's going on. Someone told me, I can't remember who it was, and this allegedly told me that... Um, as if we're going to be legally challenged that some, the, the people in the club don't like him like they're fed up with him they think he's arrogant and, and yet does make all his mistakes and you know they're kind of just personality wise but obsessed with like, taking all his selfies and doing all his you know all that kind of stuff and just not not the right player so I, 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 th- I hope we get rid of I him I got that so. impression from the fans day when um, I think when you, when you go you, you actually get a ticket to then oh, yeah. have five of the players sit yeah. in front of you after you've watched them train on the pitch and we were in the front row and I was there with my son and I just got that impression from the from the person that was actually there from the club arranging where the players sat and the other players with him. I just got the impression that he isn't 
one of the favourites and no. doesn't get on well with people. Yeah. But I suppose when you are a keeper, you have to be slightly different and in you know that kind of personality. But I don't think I, the, the speaker seems like a lovely chap. That, yeah. Just on the show, is that I've heard from the people who deal with the media team there. Yeah. They do like him because he okay. was always the one where no one would speak to the, the media. After oh, I think he loves terrible that. defeat. Oh, no, don't get me He'd wrong. He'd always show up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he loves speaking to the media. Loves nothing better than speaking to the media. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the problem. But then that's good. if you are like the PR guy in charge of a team yeah, and the media sure. manager, and yeah. you've just lost six 0 at Chelsea. I mean, I'm not blaming him. No for one that. wants to speak, yeah, and you've got to give the journalist someone, and he's the only one willing. That makes you a bit more popular, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Ricky. Th- thoughts? Yeah, no, uh, unfortunately, I I really would like him to play Ospina, but I don't think he will. I, I'm I completely share your opinion on Chesney. I, I mean, what was it? One uh, all with not long left of the game. Was it Shalaba? Shabella, the yeah. Chelsea uh, yeah. Moni had a shot that was just catching practice, and he tipped it around for a corner. I mean, he, he never looks convincing anymore. Mm. Ospina, I know, is very unorthodox, but I'd rather I'd rather we sign a goalkeeper. But um, no, for me, I'd happily, happily Chesney to well, go. Let me throw let me throw this in quickly because Hugo Loris has apparently yeah, said to Tottenham that he wants Champions League football next season. He's not going to get it with them. I do wonder, we want him? I, want they, him? Wouldn't sell, they wouldn't sell no, us at keeper. I thought Dave Seaman made an interesting comment this morning, which he said, even though Ospina's not physically a large goalkeeper, he's a goalkeeper that makes the goal look small. He said he thinks he's brilliant in terms of like, yeah. using his body to, yeah. like, to get across the goal. Yeah. And he, he was, uh, you know, from the comments he was making today, he was saying, you know, Ospina's clearly the number one. Oh, God, I hope he has a word with Wenger about it, because I don't want... I can just see it now, some, like letting Benteke do some ludicrous thing yeah. that's Chesney's fault in the final. Well, it's interesting because like, he also, you know, we're talking about he's had to play his best team and I think when we spoke last week, I, I threw out the idea, is he going to bring back Debussy and play Gibbs? Oh yeah, or, you did uh, put it there, that's true. And he, and he did. I, I, thought, I thought that was weird as well. And Gibbs, I mean, I'm all in favour of... That's a, I think it's the first thing I said to Josh when he sat down, I said, I cannot believe <laughs> he's put in two fullbacks that are that coming back for game time in, in a game on a big, big pitch where we're just yeah. going to be under the caution of physical great. players. No, no and they're, and they're both bad. players. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both players. Players. Kieran Gibbs but, is a poor player anyway, I think. And also, no, I like Gibbs. But I like Gibbs. We, we had, like it's not Gibbs. like we had so many... We, didn't have, we haven't got so many I've games. Got, I've got to explore this. <laughs> All right, hold on. We had a week of recovery from the previous games. It's not like... I don't really even see why... You know, and another for, eight days you know, until the next game. What, what yeah. is Chelsea? What do we like Gibbs as? No, I think Gibbs is a, a person. A <laughs> I reckon he is no, lovely. I think, Gibbs, I, think, well, yeah, I think he might be too. But he's a decent player. Okay, he's, not, I'm not, he's no Ashley Cole, but I think he's a decent player. I think Nacho Monreal has had. A, don't I think, think he is. I think if you take away, I think Monreal has been okay. Not in the not our best player of the season, but our most improved mm. player by a long way. But I've always thought he's a decent player. I think Gibbs is okay. I actually think though. I was disappointed Giroud didn't start, but I understand why well. But, you know, we're bringing in a 12 million, 50 million pound striker to play against Reading. And I also think, yes, Debushi and Gibbs hadn't played much. But, we're, again, we're playing against Reading. Yes, it's a semi-final. But if you don't play them in games, they're going to end up getting disappointed. And I think Bellerin and... Bellerin was our fourth choice right back at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And we're now putting in our, our first choice. So I don't. I know he hadn't played for a while, but I understood it. And Monreal played a lot of football. Gibbs is going to be thinking he's, not, he's never going to play if he can't get a game at all. I don't think that's a bad thing. I honestly don't think he's of but, the quality that we need. But I, I think what's so good this season, we've had two decent left-back. Okay, I, I know you don't like Gibbs, but we've had two decent <coughs> uh, options at left-back. Yeah. I think with modern football, you have to rotate. And I think if you don't, if, if Gibbs is sitting there going, right, I'm never getting a game, he's, he's, he's looking elsewhere. And then we've got to bring another left-back. Because we have to have two players at that position. No, true, true. But I, I'm... I'm I'm almost certain that you could you could get a better left back as backup, but yeah. But uh, again, Monreal, we used to think Monreal was a perfect option for backup, or at least I did. And now he's overtaken Gibbs, which is absolutely fair enough. I think, though, again, I just 
we're playing against Reading, who are 18th in the Championship. Wenger probably thinks, look, I can, I can a little bit of rotation, I can throw in uh, Gibbs, and it's not going to make any difference because Gibbs has played against the Champions League teams. But uh, jo- Josh, are you, are you right word for word in saying that Wenger did say afterwards that he was surprised by how Reading... It, w- it was, yeah. Was that, was that word for word? He the said word he was surprised. surprised he said from having watched them on the video, he was surprised how committed they were. He spoke yeah. about their commitment oh, yeah, no, that, he said and that, how strong I saw they were it, in the I, 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 he said, I recorded, he said that on, what, um, what, say on that? TV. Surely, yeah, 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 it's on Surely TV. the biggest game in, I think someone said in 80... Uh, uh, last it was their first semi-final in 88 years. Yeah, 88 years in club. Could you not guess that? Yeah, Could you not know, guess that the I commitment agree. might be a bit higher? Could you not it's guess? That, it's the psychology. Of it. In fact, that's a good point because for me, the decision, I mean, you know, I'm slightly contradicting myself because one of my comments about the whole season is he hasn't rotated enough. But having borne that in mind, for the semi-final and again for the final, you should definitely play your best team. I don't care who we're playing. For me, especially when we haven't got a fixture congestion yep. anymore, you know, it's fine. And then to pick those particular players that were going to be rusty, you'd think. Any, I mean, I, you know, what do I know? But you'd think Wenger would know, but on the big pitch at Wembley, it just felt like a weird decision. Those two players particularly. I didn't mind the Welbeck thing so much, actually. I thought, it takes a well, while that's interesting. to get into match form, right. regardless yes. of that's, It was almost like you half expected to play Jack yeah. Wilshere and bloody Diaby as well next. You know, it's like, <laughs> I just thought it was all slightly odd. And then, when he gave that interview, I thought, the whole thing is a bit like, he is... is it comes from the top it comes from his attitude and he's being a bit complacent about Reading then the rest of the players are going to be a bit complacent already and they were complacent it's and not that like we didn't have a warning and it's not like we haven't, this happens every fucking year we do that. I mean I'm, not, I'm sounding a bit harsh but I do think it's Again, you know, it does come from him. It comes from the top. And I thought that yeah. interview where he said he underestimated and was surprised by all that, I thought, that's just a bit weird for you to say that. It's definitely there. weird to say you're surprised by a team's commitment, especially in, yeah. in an FA Cup semi-final. I'm, I'm completely guessing. It might have been, you know, I, I think, not to moan about the referee, but I think there could have been, I mean, the third, what was, they got, we got one yellow card each. I mean, even the guy that took down Walcott, where he had no attempt to play the ball in the last kick of the game, didn't get yellow cards the whole lenient, game. Yeah. Very, very two lenient. Maybe he was... Blatant yellows. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, Norwood in midfield. I mean, yeah. um, Norwood. Um, Oliver, Oliver yeah, Norwood. He was, he was the guy with the blonde hair. Yeah, he, he tripped... He tripped someone going across the halfway line that was just about to oh. break with three players yeah. in front of him. Oh, yeah. They, I, I think maybe, maybe is. Uh, Pointing to the fact that the referee was very uh, lenient, lenient towards them, yeah, their commitment. Yeah. It. Maybe if we lost, he would have been a bit more moaning about it. But who knows? <laughs> but we're there. Kind of. We're there. Yeah, we're there. on the plus we're side. We are in our. Let, let's let's take a step back and remember we're in our second cup final in two years. And I mean, we'll be favourites. We'll be favourites. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm we're already but, scared about. I'm scared already but, about Benteke. But you won't get you won't get paid out because um, the last the last semi-finals and finals. Uh, that Arsenal have played, not not including the Community Shield at Wembley, but the last uh, semi-finals and finals we've played, for betting purposes, even though we've been odds-on favourites against Birmingham, odds-on against Wigan, odds-on against Hull, odds-on against Reading, um, we you wouldn't have actually been paid out as a bet because obviously mm. they last for ninety minutes. So you've oh. actually lost all of those. You could have backed Arsenal you, to win the trophy. And then well, you could have done, and you would have got paid. But not many people operate that way when, no, when well, they're placing they. bets. Yeah. And our, the last time we paid out as a winner on one of those markets, on what in the cup final? The last time we paid out as a winner in a neutral venue game. Excluding oh, semi-finals and finals. God, this is a good stat. Last time we played out as a winner, Chelsea. 
No. 2004. What did we do in 2005? 2003 against Southampton. So nearly 12 years, if you were back in Arsenal in those games, you would have lost. Won a semi-final final. So I think the the conclusion we've come to is hard work. Do not bet (laughs) bet on Arsenal in these games. Back us to win the trophy if you want. Yeah. Is it it extra time penalties in the final, is it? Yes. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're already preparing yourself. I'm, I'm definitely preparing <laughs> you're myself. You're going to get there a bit late. <laughs> yeah. Because right. is going all the way. Yeah, we'll stay be, and yeah. have dessert in our pub. Yeah. Have you got, is it going to be the same routine for the final? Are you not um, I hope yet? so. Yeah, I think um, Dermot's got to do some charity events for us so we can get tickets and stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but you'd hope, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's good? Did you get to the final last year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there... Yeah. In hospitality, that was the only way I could get there. Uh, if you okay. remember, yeah. yeah. But we'll find we'll all find a way. The other brilliant thing about being in the I've mentioned this all the way through the, the cup run this year is that it's on BBC One. So I mean, obviously I'll be there. Hopefully I'll be there. But there was a good song that was written about for Gerard this year. Oh, I will come to. I'm going to look it up. Well, the fact that it's all happening on Gerard's birthday. And, oh, there are loads of like hilarious <laughs> Gerard piss taking things. But you know, full build on BBC One, and you know the whole. You know, it's it's a knockout on. Uh, Maybe not. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I felt that on Saturday it was not an anticlimax, but because it had all happened last year, and because we were quite unvin- unconvinced, the whole day and everything about it seemed Yeah, it wasn't with atmosphere, wasn't it? it was. You're right, yeah. The, that's part of it, yeah. Part of the whole thing, yeah. I think having There's been a complacency there, about the fans, paper, yeah, in a way. I think having you been can't there, sing because there's too, yeah, too much Kaiser noise, Chiefs yeah. <laughs> are playing at yeah. full decibel. You couldn't have you heard us. Get, yeah. You can't get asked. I think something's yeah. going. Having been there and beaten Hull in the final... You forget that the semi-final is a bit like, oh, okay, we'll be yeah. back soon. And that re- sounds really ungrateful. No, I know spoiled, what you mean. But yeah, but retaining maybe the, cup, the play, maybe the players felt like. Yeah, maybe. Well. When's the last time? Is anyone, when's the last time anyone retained the cup? It was, I think, it Chelsea. Was, uh, Chelsea. No, yes. Not that long ago. This is a song. <laughs> Damn. It's Steve Gerrard. Gerrard. He's taking it very hard. Sat at home with his birthday card. Steve Gerrard. Gerrard. Oh. So that's one for the final. That's you can get good. all the get everyone singing it, Boyd, in the uh, corporate section or wherever you'll be. We're in the normal seats. Josh, it's good okay. to get some singing from you, though, on the, on the <laughs> podcast. It's always a bonus. That uh, could be a feature. Yeah. But anyway, so if we retain the cup and come second or third or whatever, that's, that's, that's pretty good, isn't it? Pretty happy with that? Look, he says winning the FA Cup in second place is improvement. We'll take it, and then we'll win the league next year. Oh, steady on. Bold. <laughs> well, we, uh, look, that, I'll take that. You know, we'd have all taken yeah. it beginning of the season. Yes. When we... Is there anything else you want to tell us about? Did you watch the press conference today then? The Wenger press conference? Today, yeah. I watched, I watched like the first half of it. It was a bit of a rush today. But um, I, I feel I got the key points in yeah. to our menu here. Because there was chat on Fabregas and Vieira. Oh, yeah, so he and said, the Champions League seeding. So we can talk about that. Well, Fabregas, he said, I regret that, I, that he wanted to leave here. This club and myself had a very positive influence on Seth's life. I want every player to be respected. And I want Seth Fabregas, when he comes to the Emirates on Sunday, to be respected like he deserves. He's not going to be. Yeah, good luck with He's going to get dog's abuse. He will, I mean, yeah, he will get abused, won't he, Ricky? Yeah, I, if I really think about it, I feel like maybe he shouldn't because supposedly he wanted to come back to us, but I'll, I'll boo him. I think it's just I hate Chelsea so much and the fact that he yeah. plays for them, I'm still... Yeah, still is, I, yeah. I think there's going to be a weird dynamic in the stadium where maybe 30% of Arsenal fans are going to be clapping him... Yeah, I think he might be right. And about oh, yeah, 70% yeah, so yeah, yeah, going to be It's kind of sad. Like he, was, he was our, you know, he was our star for yeah. like a long yeah. time. And our captain seems a bit sad that we kind of can't give him some I think sort it's of incredibly sad. And also, it's not like he went to a Man United. There's a bit, I know he's ended up at, you know, a Man United at Chelsea, whatever it will be. But he went home kind of thing. He yeah. did go back to Barcelona to, which was kind of, the only place he was going to leave us for at the time. But have we got to the bottom of whether it was his fault in the we summer don't know. that he no. didn't well, come to yeah. us and did Supposedly, he Supposedly, you know, from, from everything we said at the time, it was Arsenal's was, choice. But yeah. yeah. 
His PR team have been quite good in almost forcing Arsenal fans to think that it wasn't his choice. Yeah. Well, I, th- um, I think that might be true. that story seems to have sort mm. of been the accepted version of events. Yeah, I don't know what to believe about that. Uh, the other right. thing is he, he left, un- not, not, when he went to Barcelona, fine, but he also did that kind of like struck, strike, went on strike, yeah. struck. That was dodgy, wasn't it? <laughs> he struck. His behaviour. You've just reminded me weeks. of that boy. I'm yeah. booing. I'm yeah. going in the 70s. That, but that's why I think it goes back to then. You know, if that didn't happen, these yeah. things matter. You know, I'm going in the 70s. And, he's, and he shares a change room with John Terry, so. Yeah. How much God, can you sickening. Like sickening. Yeah. It's a shame that Chelsea beat Man United. It's a big shame, it's huge big shame. shame. Good and they totally, pet, and Man United had 70% of the play. Right, let's just, I mean, we've got to move on. What's going to happen? I mean, it's so depressing. Already, I can see Jose Marino's really annoying So this is Arsenal's. We've never, Savenga's never, never beaten, beaten him. him. How embarrassing is that? 12 attempts. If, he, if we win on Sunday, honestly, I don't care what happens the rest of the season. I'll be so happy. <laughs> I, it, it's just, it's got to be like this point. How can it be that Arsene Wenger has never it's, beaten that him is 12 attempts? I can tell you exactly why. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I know why. I just one's an extremely good manager. <laughs> No, don't be so mean. <laughs> and one's Jose Mourinho, right? Did anyone read that before we talk about Chelsea in full? Did anyone read that extraordinarily long Guardian article about Wenger this week? The massive I've, I've oh, my God. Alan Musk, yeah, you read it. <laughs> no. It was the most sickening thing I've <laughs> ever read in my whole Probably life. Who? Uh, it was weird, wasn't it? It, it, it called him the, the martyr yeah, of Islam. The martyr. It was an epic. It, honestly, it, I'm not exa- it must be about 10,000 words. Yeah, it's like, like, and a mini long. novella. Did you see it? I've started reading it. Yeah. A lot of people... <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> you bookmarked yeah, it. Yeah. To go back a couple of things are weird about it. It's so long. It was written by this American guy who's like a novelist who's only who's been supporting Arsenal for like a few years. And see, this is what I don't like, boy. Yeah, a lot of people complaining about it. On, I mean, a lot of like, you know... Kind of those people. I, I hate those Arsenal fans that don't kind of snobbish about new fans and things no, like that. But if you're going to write a ten thousand word article, I think you should get, kind of there's certain things you should get right. And you should get to yeah. certain levels of your support before you churn Maybe. stuff like that. Out. It was interesting. I don't mind anyone coming no. along. I mean, I'll take. But he did portray there, him as this kind of religious mythic sounds Catholic good. Sounds good, figure. Is well, I've literally just pulled it up on my phone. If anyone wants to find it, yeah. so it's by a fellow called Corley Miller. There you go. So, uh, you well, all you need it. to do is go to Jeff Arsenal's uh, oh, yeah, account yeah, because. He absolutely yeah. loved it, yeah. but uh, yeah. you know, um, it's taken me. Like, I still haven't got to the bottom. It just scrolled. Oh, it's Never so mind long. reading. Oh my like, god! Yeah, put, you have to put aside a couple of hours, like a day. To yeah, read Ricky it. sort of read Ricky, it half Ricky's an hour got, before Ricky's bed. Got a day off. Second put, put next week. Yeah. Yeah. and then once you've read it, you've then got literally about seven hundred comments from people like There's mostly now a thousand, a thousand. Oh my thousand god, that's gone up. Comments. That's gone up a lot from a couple of hours ago. It's, it's. I mean, to be fair to the Guardian, it's it's interesting and quite. It's kind of like veers between being quite well written and being a bit poncy and overly. But anyway, I don't. What the reason I brought it up was. Because when you're comparing Mourinho and Wenger, as you as you just have, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? That comparison, because he compares the two in the article a lot, and talks about how Mourinho's always had the most money to spend wherever he's gone, blah blah blah. But that's all fine. But when it comes tactically, and though that game against Man United, in all those recent games, and then they just do exactly what's needed, don't they? And they've always done exactly what's needed against us. Uh, does anyone Absolutely. think anything different can happen on Sunday? No, I, 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 they comfortably handle us. Yeah. W- w- whichever the game situation uh, dictates. I mean, even last year when it, w- it was just before Christmas and it was terrible weather at, at the Emirates and they came for a nil-nil to try and nick a 1-0 on the break and, they, I mean, they made us look... They, ma- they actually made us look bad in, in the nil-nil uh, as much as they did in, in the 6-0. Mm. Uh, I mean, he's, he's quite capable of stopping Arsenal scoring, as he did, as he did in, I think, three games last season. I think oh, we only God. scored one goal across, yeah. across the three. And 
you know, he's a very, good, very, very good manager. I don't care about the assets. I, I think if you, I genuinely think if you gave him twenty clones at the start of the season and and Wenger twenty clones at the start of the season, you said right, you've got to get these as high as you can in the Premier League. Jose Mourinho would finish above Arsene Wenger mm. ten times out of ten, and I think that is the difference. And that's why the, there's a zero in Wenger's <laughs> column against him. Mm. Josh, any, uh, do you disagree with that? Or any, any hope I don't for know if he would finish 10 times out of 10. I don't know, because w- oh, who's got... It's almost proven. Wouldn't you feel that Chelsea have got a better squad? Well, they have, but I'm saying... So then how, we never really had a fair, fair game on it. A fair game, but look... It's not like Bellerin and Walcott like, lining up at the same start point for their sprint. Okay, well, for their of, sprint. Of, 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 the, of the game... So, so for the game on, on Saturday, assuming that Costa's not Sunday. fit... Sunday. Uh, on Sunday, mm. assuming Costa's not fit... Even if he is, put him in there and go 11 v 11. Because a lot of the time when, when those comparisons are made between the two squads, it's, it's very rare that they would four, absolutely... I think all four defenders would get in ahead of ours. Oh. And that's a problem. Like Ivanovic, I'd take I'll put Cahill, Shani, Terry, Azpilicueta. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's a big problem. Definitely and the goalkeeper, obviously. So, like, oh, I just lot, think yeah. we're like... I don't know how we can compare when well, I feel like we're such a superior less than team. Ours this season, so... Isn't that, wasn't that proved to be a slight myth, though? Yeah, were, I think it was. Wasn't that, wasn't that, I think there's some kind of late, late, be, yeah. late well, explanation of that that the, wasn't necessarily the, true. I think they've got sort of 49 if you look at all their loan players. But it's very close, so if you anyway. Take, if you take yeah. those out. I mean, I think the squad strengths now are closer than they yeah, have they been. Maybe our bench is so, probably better than them. Our, our bench is what we can put out, but I don't think our first 11 yeah. is. Are they, are they six or seven goals better than us last season? From, from those two sides, when you saw oh, no, the game at kickoff... I remember that Should game that well. I mean, it was a, it was a not, well, no, of well, course, exactly. we can't be losing six. Now. And for, for, you know, Wenger's thousandth game, you'd think... Oh, and my birthday, more importantly. <laughs> <laughs> you'd um, think they gave it their best yeah. shot that day. But, look, I mean... Well, I it'll think, be, it, it kind of doesn't matter, does it, Sunday? It I mean, what? To Chelsea. To Chelsea. Like, there's no relevance. Yeah, Chelsea will turn up they lose. Draw, right? yeah. yeah, they'll get a point. But, I mean, even if they lose, they win the league. But that's an absolute canter. So it's kind of like probably the one... Yeah, but they'll come and get their. I mean, they'll come and get their point yeah. if they want it, won't they? Yeah, I think they'll win. And, and I think Jose Marino just likes beating us. I think they'll will yeah. try. Him. I think. I think. Well, there's kind of. I don't no, think they'll part the bus. Yeah, well, I think yeah, there's no bigger. reason for them to part the bus no. because. So, so if I ask you now, point, they'll win. If, if I ask you now to 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 judge the betting market, who would you think was? I know Arsenal are favourites for the game of the best thing. Strong, strong really? favourites this weekend. Fucking you! Because we only lost one home game, right? Over two to one on the Chelsea victory, which I think is one of the best bets you will ever have. But Arsenal have only lost one home game this season, right? United. Yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly the way the odds have actually been. Yeah, the odds have really been. I don't think we'll lose. I think I agree. Well, Ricky, you don't think we'll lose. I don't think we'll lose. I think Chelsea will be happy for draw just because of they. They won't want to lose, but they also probably will be happy with. They'll be happy with a draw. Of course, they'll be happy with a draw. What do you think, boys? Um, I think yeah, I think we probably will draw. Yeah, but one all, nil nil. I mean, you're in you're in good form in your prediction. Yeah, I think I might go for I might go for a one all. Yeah, I'm going one all, nil nil for a long time, and then one all. Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. And I think we'll be one nil up. This is what's going to happen. We'll, be, we'll go one nil up, kind of. I don't know after within about the first twenty twenty five minutes, and for a long time we'll be one nil up, and then they will f- infuriatingly equalise. I've, ju- I've put a few of the uh, moments between Arsenal and Chelsea down there in front of us because you know we we've spoken about Walcott at length in the last few weeks, and it sort of made me remember that his first ever goal for Arsenal was sort of famously in that in that Carling Cup final back in two thousand and seven, where you know we lost towards the end. Amazing to think you know, at the time how exciting was that. A really great finish from like a young, fresh teenager, Theo Walcott. And yet, 
sort of hasn't really, you know, right. we couldn't believe it. Here we are, like, and every you know, year since it's going to be his year. It's kind yeah. of, yeah. Do you think he might play him? <laughs> no. No? There's something weird there. Oaks going further on, and further away from the his comments, starting lineup every week. Yeah. And Oxlade. Oxlade's still out. Yeah, so there's one player less. Oh, like, can I just say, my favourite item on the whole menu, you've written, Arteta won't play Sunday. <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't play to get him in Well, no, they said he's back Sunday. in full training. Oh, well, but the comment from, yeah, from Arsenal today was that he's, he's not ready for, a, for well, match I think, action. I think Cochrane was our best player again on Saturday against Reading. Yes, yes. He was. Um, uh, just this Champions League seedings is an interesting angle because there's new, new laws from uh, UEFA for the seedings for next season. So they're going to have the seven top-ranking countries, their champions of their domestic leagues, are going to be in the first pot along with the Champions League winner. And if the Champions League winner is one of those seven teams, the eighth-ranked country, which is Holland at the moment, will have their champions put into... So basically it means we're going to be in the second now, pot of seeds next th- year. This came as a complaint from Manchester City and all their money and their backers that regardless of winning the league, last year they actually always end up in a very very difficult group and it's always hard for them to go through so I'm sure that they were lobbying at UEFA for some kind of special not dispensation for champions but some special recognition of champions and this is exactly what's happened Mm. with if you're champions, you are the top seed from that country. I mean, you know, it won't be affecting them. You've outperformed the rest. Yeah, it won't affect, it won't affect them. It won't affect us. I mean, we never get beyond the bloody round of 16. Same round of 16 anyway. Who cares? Um, yeah. That's my verdict on that. Um, yes. Before we move on to... Have we done specific predictions? Have we, should we do... I'll throw in 1-0 to Arsenal. All right. I'll go 1-1. One, one. You've gone 1-1. One, one. Alan? Alan it's Chelsea uh, win. 2-1 to Chelsea. Okay. Um... Player of the season. Should we do this now? Well, it, this came off the back of the oh, comments yeah. from Arson today saying he expects Alexis Sanchez will run uh, Eden Hazard very close to PFA Player of the Year. Hazard, I think, you'll, you'll know Alan in betting terms, is, is a heavy favourite, I think. Yeah, he's a strong, strong favourite. Him favorite. and Harry Kane, uh, maybe. Uh, amazingly, Harry Kane's second favourite. But one thing I would, I would warn people on that, if, the, if they were betting and suddenly thought that Kane was a, a decent bet, uh, the, the votes actually get made at the end of February by all the players. And I think... Kane Mania was around March, wasn't it? With yeah. I mean, I, I know he's had, a, I know March, he's had a good season, yeah. uh, which I think pains me to say it on, the, on, 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 on think, here. I think Kane's a second I choice, think, though. I think I think a lot of the a lot of the um, euphoria that all the you know razzmatazz around Kane was was mainly in March mm. when he scored for England mm, in that point. game, and uh, the players would have already voted by then. So I, I'm pretty sure that Hazard will get it, but I think he deserves to run in close. I, I agree with Wenger. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, presumably Kane will win Young Player of the Year, won't he? So yeah. I'd have thought. Could be, Hazard I'd could effectively. He should. He win is both. still. If he wins, he, if he he wins the top player, winner. he should, in theory, yeah. win the Young Player. The last double winner, I think, Bale? Uh, Gareth Bale. Yeah, I think world's so. greatest. <laughs> Not <laughs> yeah. anymore. Um, uh, happy with uh, happy with that, Josh? I think so. I think it's been a tremendous podcast. Yes. Oh, I meant... Is that um, what you mean? No, I'm, I'm glad you're happy with the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were kind of like... No, we do, I meant happy on? with Alexis being... In, in oh, with Alexis. Well, I yeah. think he's up there, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, um, he's certainly been, along with Cazorla, I think, our star performer of the season. Obviously, Monreal's had a good season. Coquelin's had half a good Coquelin season. had amazing season. Yeah, but only half. Yeah, yeah. He only came back in jail, so we can't yeah. really count. Sanchez, I imagine, could, could come third in that, in that race. Hazard, Kane... Sanchez, which you know, considering it's his done first in January, season, I think the argument. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say Sanchez has really gone off the board. But the thing is, as I said, as I, I was with my brother, and we both said before he uh, that he both had a 
we both said he had a quiet game, but he is capable. Okay, the goal he threw it in the back of the net, but he had a poor yeah. whole game and he scored yeah. two goals. That yeah. is what he's capable of. I yeah. think. I sure. think he's definitely got the and ball slightly, a, but he's so important for a first year in English football. Oh, incredible! Oh, brilliant. Yeah. It's great because you often have that that you know you I always get a season for free. You have got to remember he played the World Cup. He played in the World Cup as well. Yeah, yeah. so so oh, really he's a phenomenal in yeah. in terms Too of him. fatigue, he him, could yeah. be reaching you know peak peak yes. fatigue at the moment. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much I'm glad you think the podcast is good as well oh terrific um, <laughs> very solid performance uh, thanks to Josh thanks to Ricky and Alan and uh, we'll be back next Thursday next Thursday oh we need to change nights one night because Dermot wants to come back Dermot D- oh fantastic Dermot plays football on a Thursday does he so he can never do Thursdays so I think we need, need to have a, okay, we'll yeah, have have a, a think about that anyway that's out. a bit of um, planning Okay. They're thrown the in logistics, logistics thrown in, but it's good news. Ed don't want to come back on the now show. You, now you've called him out on the pod, he has to come back. Surely. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. <laughs> well, so, yeah, hashtag going, uh, yeah, hashtag Dermot must come back to the bring, yeah. bring <laughs> Dermot. Back. Dermot. That's better. It, it, it won't be as egotistical as uh, at Darren Arsenal's. I had to unfollow him after oh, his. What did he one. do? What did he do? Uh, I think they were, the club were doing a and A with Giroud or, or a, a, a certain player. And he, t- he said, uh, and the, the, the club have tweeted, You'll get your questions in. And at Darren Arsenal sent him, which podcast should I go on? As if he's the most in-demand person ever. I'm sure he's a lovely, lovely guy, <laughs> but I, I think, you know, egotistical really rubbish like that. Oh, Ridiculous. Funny. Okay. On that controversial end, <laughs> we will we'll see. How many people Arsenal and I was going to say, how many people have I insulted on this podcast? Yeah, Here, not enough. Always, not enough. always good. The announcer at Wembley. Yeah, uh, that announcer, yeah. I've got to find out his name. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Playback Media production. For all our other podcasts, go to playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.